Good morning, listeners, and welcome to Mercury, a broadcast of hope. I'm Dr. Rosalind Clark, and it's day 1,606 since we came back on the air. Today, we have an update on something we reported on a few days ago, which was a zombie that Agnes saw that looked like it had been on an autopsy table. Why incision, sheet, even a toe tag that said, emotionally exhausted and morally bankrupt. It was enough of a mystery that I had to see it for myself, so I went out and found it. We observed it from a distance for several minutes, but it seemed to just be doing normal zombie things. So we put it down. There's still a lot of value in observing them behaviorally, but in this case, we needed to examine the body more closely than would have been safe if it were still animated. So the first thing we noticed was that the zombie had been sewn up after its autopsy. I have to confess, my curiosity got the better of me and I cut the stitches. Several of the organs had been removed, including the lungs, the stomach, and the liver, but several remained including the hearts and the bladder. I'm wondering if whoever did this was trying to figure out if the removal of several of the digestive organs would curb their appetite, so to speak. We didn't observe it long enough to really watch it hunt. But when we stepped out to put it down, it did come straight for us. So I'm taking that to mean that it still felt whatever urge compels it to try and eat people. What's particularly disturbing about all of this is that the most logical conclusion I can come to is that a forensic pathologist was doing this as part of their own research. And the only forensic pathologist we know in the area is Dr. Laramie Nolan. Now, it's true that this zombie could easily have walked for miles in its current condition, and it's not too far-fetched to believe that there are other forensic pathologists out there. But Dr. Laramie was, you know, he's already been observed doing strange research in the past. Longtime listeners may remember that he was collecting zombie heads both animated and non, and was conducting phrenology measurements on them. Which is absurd, because phrenology has been considered pseudoscience for decades. If we assume that Dr. Nolan was responsible for the autopsied zombie, then the most natural question to ask is, why? But also, how? And then I would probably ask why again, because I seriously have no clue. And I worry about that. I worry when someone who has a background and a career in science starts to do things that are so completely unscientific. It's grotesque. Because the only thing I can think of to answer the how question is so horrifying that I can't even bring myself to describe it on the air. And don't even get me started on that emotionally exhausted and morally bankrupt toe tag. Dr. Nolan seemed like a good guy when we first met him. 
he helped us prove that Austin Chance, Alaska Chance's brother, wasn't a zombie. Something that I think we all knew, at least intellectually. But Alaska was so adamant that he was, that we needed a better explanation than just, there's no way that's true. But ever since then, Dr. Nolan has, well, let's just say he's behaved somewhat erratically. And without knowing his motivations, it's hard to know if he's presenting a danger to himself or others. There's just so much going on right now, listeners. It feels as though all the forward progress we made as a society, all the rebuilding we did after the zombies tore through our civilization and humanity, is starting to fray. Witch trials, or at least the beginning stages of them, the Zombie Friends Association, everything to do with Fiddleback Hollow and Christine Easterlin, Max's constant obsession with trying to shape Amoria into something that it clearly doesn't want to be. And I know we've all been trying to do better with our self-care by taking days off and trying to get more rest. But if you want to talk about emotionally exhausted, I think that describes all of us right now. I'd like to believe there aren't that many of us who are morally bankrupt. But I don't know anybody who couldn't use a break, myself included, in more than just a day or two. But unfortunately, we don't get one. Life dictates that we have to keep going, day by day. So I guess that's what we'll all do. I don't know what Dr. Nolan is up to. So my best advice for myself and anyone else who might have concerns is to just stay vigilant, but otherwise try not to worry about it. Hopefully answers will come sooner rather than later. That's all I had for today. If we learn anything else about this odd zombie, we'll let you know. Until tomorrow, this has been Dr. Rosalind Clark for Mercury, a broadcast of hope. Take care of each other.